Welcome back, one and all, to the 20th episode of the 42 hey. Podcast. What's Number up? two zero. We're legit twice in a row. What's up? What's going on? Double official. And as always, as always, to my left, our good friend, Mr. Ryan. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jacob. I'm good. Good, good, good. Uh, how are you, man? Good. It's been it's been a long day, but it's been a good one. Uh, we saw Jurassic World today. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, legit movie. I dug it a lot. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You just want to go off into it, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's... Ooh, gotta click that button. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good one. I, I really okay. enjoyed it. Uh, Why did you enjoy it? I'm not, I don't want to just rain on your parade. Why did you enjoy it? Okay. I think it took a lot of the things that 90s movies did really well. Uh, happiness, optimus, optimism. No one I like died. So that was a bonus. Only the bad guys died in this movie, except for the assistant. Spoilers. 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 Uh, the assistant dies, but that's about she it. She wasn't a good guy. And no though. one really cared about her, so it's not really a she big She was a bad guy. The assistant was just kind of there. Yeah. She yeah. was... You know, whatever. She what she got. No. Uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, like, I tell, like I've told a couple people, it's a great popcorn movie. If you're going into it with that mindset, this isn't going to be, you know, Citizen Kane. This isn't going to be the Avengers. It's just a popcorn movie that you're just going to go and watch and have a good time. And I really, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So bring it. Um, it was a decent movie if that's what you're talking about. Like if you want to go buy a big pub of top corn, go to the 3D, right? Sit in the middle and just watch all this kind of pretty technical stuff exactly. happen. Exactly. Right? It's a great popcorn movie. If yeah, I guess if you watch it without really watching it, it's not bad. Right? But there's a lot of it that just didn't make sense. That would have been easy to make sense. Well, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've thought about this a lot because I saw it on a Friday night. I wanted to be part of the Friday night crowd, which I will say was amazing. I was in there and I heard several people say, I've never seen this many people here. Or one guy's like, it hasn't been this busy in a decade. And I'm like, I think it's for Jurassic Park, you know? It's and there's, they've got like nine, 12 fucking screens showing. All of the screens are showing Jurassic Park. Yeah, and it's except just, for like two in the back. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> smashed packed. I mean, there's just people out front. Uh, there's just people in the kiosk line trying to print their tickets off because they did the. I did the reserve seats like the first time I've ever done that. You go to an AMC? I, well, we went to a. No. It may have been. I don't know. I don't. But care. isn't there isn't the reserve seats the best thing in the entire world? Just showing up and just I get... will go to movies way more often now that I can buy a ticket. Right. I mean, I might go every other weekend. This could be an actual fun event, due to the fact now that I can buy the tickets I want and show up ten minutes before I want to be there, and I have my ticket. Right. Like okay. that's the. I mean, my seats, not my. Not, not to derail I'm. too much about from our current Jurassic oh, yeah. World topic, but no, eight, no, no, no. I haven't gotten done talking shit yet. Come on. Okay. Okay. okay go. Okay. Okay. No. No. Okay. So AMC. Okay. So the. <laughs> damn it. Go. You go. You go. Okay, no. So you. No me. No you. No. It was pretty to watch, right? <laughs> no, it was gorgeous. No, it wasn't. It was a gorgeous film. No, there was too much that was. Obviously CG. 
Yes, are are pixelated. Like they were trying to take a CG take a CG and then kind of like blur it so it didn't look so CG and I the parts that I'm talking about that stuck out ridiculously bad were the flyover scenes of the uh the crowds. So the so it's you know, I it's not hard to spoil. This isn't really a spoiler, but it's a big park like Disney World. Like they finally have got like a successful Jurassic World, Jurassic Park going on, right? So there is this like this main section where there's just all these people and kids and people buying souvenirs and you do this kind of flyover like the main street of like Disney World. But during that flyover, the people look like triangles, like blurry little triangles. They didn't look like people. I didn't Man, And if you looked in the trees, like crazy good optics cuz mine looked pretty decent. <laughs> so like where the so looking through the trees Right, so if you right. you know, uh-huh. so you're flying over, and if you look through the limbs at the crowd that's supposed to be behind the limbs, it was a different crowd than the crowd outside of the tree, and it was moving at a different speed. So like the trees moving at like you know walking speed, and everybody else was moving at like half a walking speed or whatever, and there was just this obvious split. It was just a bat. I just like really, this movie's been in production for like 14 years, and he couldn't polish that up. You didn't have some freaking earned intern making 60 grand a year, like just coding that shit, right? Like, what's so hard about that? I could probably do it with an iMac. Like, why didn't they send me that movie? Like, I mean, come on. There was just some really bad stuff. I, I don't know. I, and then if you just want to get into the acting, and there's just some, like, continuity errors. Yeah, right? there's definitely some continuity errors. Like, some really bad continuity errors. Oh, yeah. And then just some really bad, like, that's not how it would work. So they're in that little ball thing, and then it tells them to go back to the station. The fact that they had manual control over the ball was... is a bunch of bullshit anyway, right? It's yes. cool. It's cool, that's yeah. Not Disney World, nobody's going to let you do that. But if they did, as soon as they said go back to the house, it would just go back on its own. Right, yes. They that's wouldn't something be able to just we talked about. Yes, uh-huh. Okay. The people that are supposed to take back the dinosaur... I mean, it's not a spoiler that it obviously gets loose. I mean, that's what the fucking movie's about, right? Right. The people that are took to back the dinosaurs, could you be any worse at your job? You got one job. You got one fucking job. You, how bad could you be at it? Like, how many do they lose? Like, 30? I don't know. Like, how bad can you be at this? I don't... Well, the and whole, then the the whole, whole Raptors point, thing. The whole point of the movie, cool. though. Yes, the what? Raptors were kind of meh for me. They they didn't quite get there for so bad for being so badass in the second or third film or whatever it was, right? Where they've become mm. like almost intelligent and they can talk. In this one, they were barely smarter than my Labrador, right? And they didn't talk much, and there wasn't really much communication. I will say the one thing. I will give this one movie a bonus. Does this not show off how badass Chris Pratt is? Oh yeah, dude. He is like dude is a it's something I was talking to my wife about. It, like, like, how he far has so he come? Awesome. He went from the fat, funny guy to like full-on rock star. He is, and he's still funny though, and he's still got that charm and that smile. He's funny, dude. And, and I, there's been a lot of rumors about this, but after this movie, I think it's cemented for me. If Chris Pratt isn't the new indie, they're doing something wrong. Oh my god. Does Why he, don't they reboot that and make him Indiana Jones? Well, that's that's the talk. That's the oh. chatter is that he's going to be the next Indie. Oh. And I would, I'm there. You want to make him Indiana? I'm there. There, I am there. in. Like whatever, dude. Like let's do it. Yes, yeah, I'll go see him opening I, night like, probably. From I was, now on. I was kind of eh, iffy about it, but then I saw him in this. So I was like, yep, 
That's it. He's yeah. almost Indiana Jones in this movie. Yeah, but, but exactly. It just, just throw the hat on him. Yeah. Give him a whip. He's all like. <laughs> and then how many things in the story felt like leftovers from 12 years of making a movie? Right? It's not a spoiler alert, but the part where they're, in the, they're on the train, you know, they're at the park finally, the two brothers. Right. And he goes, our parents are getting a divorce. And then he has this little moment where he cries, and his brother's like, no, they're not. Blah, blah. And they never talk about it again. And then it's nothing. <laughs> it never gets mentioned. There was no mention of it before with the parents. It's like, what was that? Like, there's just so many parts of that movie that felt like leftovers. Like the part with the flair. Like, I know why she uses the flair, but they did such a bad job with it. Why is she in high heels? Could she have not been wearing flats? I mean, he uh, makes a whole fucking scene about you're not in the right shoes. And then she makes this whole, like, I'm ready to go. And so he's like, okay, you're ready to go? Like, his points were still fucking valid. You can't wear those shoes and run from a fucking super T-Rex. Like, what's going on? I just, the, there was so much in that movie. And, there, and you, know what, you know what I'm really so disappointed about? Hmm. Is he has such great potential. It's not a hard fucking film. It's, the premise is already there. The idea is already done. Just make it halfway decent. No continuity errors. Decent acting. Some fucking awesome graphics with, that aren't shitty. Like you had an intern at least go over them once. And put it out. It, would, it, would, it makes the same money and it's a decent film. And I'm not sitting here and talking shit and being like the 1% who didn't like the goddamn movie. The, the internet's going to rip this apart over the next few years. <laughs> They're going to tear this movie apart, dude. I'm telling you, this movie sucked. But it was I, like I fun. like I tell people, I it. it's a solid. It. It's a B. It's a B. It's a B film. It's barely a B, and you gotta go see it in IMAX. I just saw it in a really nice theater. I didn't. Well, go see it in a nice big I, theater and a good They only seat. had 3D IM. I, they only had 3D IMAX, but we did have. Oh, the, they don't have a regular IMAX. No, they only have the 3D. Yeah. But we did have you know the re, uh, assigned seats with the recliners. A good and, luxurious experience with a nice screen. Oh, yes, and they yeah, serve yeah. beer. So that was nice. Yeah, we got drunk before we went. Nice. It's awesome. We had a great night enjoying the experience. It just... Uh, did you see the... Uh, did you want to go to your subject that you were going to talk about earlier, or did you want to keep going on the roll? Oh, we can do either. It's whatever. Okay. Well, do you, is it more important if we talk about it since we were just talking about Jurassic Park? Okay, well, talk okay, about okay so, so we were talking about movie or movie theaters with the assigned seats, right? Okay, that's fine. So uh, AMC is the one who's really been pushing that. They've been doing it to a lot of their theaters across the country. I think it's a new standard model probably. But it anyway. Is. Well, but the thing is, is what happened is they reduced their seating capacity by 50%. Okay. So half the seats in the theater is gone. Their net revenue. What does that? What 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 did they get out of losing fifty percent? The seats are way more luxurious. Yes, there's way the, more. You get some more room. Well, the recliners, at least the ones more leg like, room. Like no, no, the ones in Tulsa because there was a theater like this in Tulsa. They would lay flat. No way. Yes, and not bother you. Like weren't laying in the the correct the, the guy behind you's. Yes, they it was that big of a thing. Seat warmers, like in the cars wow. and shit. Yeah, yeah. What is up? They, so they reduced seating by 50%. Mm-hmm. Their revenue went up by 40%. Interesting. Are they charging more per seat? Not that much. Maybe a dollar. So what are you thinking? Like, what did you, how much did you, uh, t- you bought some today? How much did you pay? 
for two tickets, I assume, right? Uh, fifteen bucks for two tickets. Yeah, yeah. Maybe ours was more expensive because it was IMAX. It, it, yeah, I'm sure it was, but ours was thirty. But still, like, it was one of those things. Like the first time we went and saw a, th- a movie at that theater, it was over. It was we were over. like, oh, this is this it. This is it. Like, it was the best because, like you said, you can show up five minutes before the movie, walk right oh, to yeah, your you seat. Can. Yes, and the can. seats were comfortable. They're huge. I mean, they were like a love seat kind of size. They're big, full-on recliners. And yeah, could you it, get comfortable with your girl? Like, could she sit oh, yeah, beside you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the they were they were space. They were meant to be sold in twos in pairs. Oh, so okay, the, okay. So the center came up, and you could. Yeah, I mean, nice. I've had I've had sex in smaller up? places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just not saying, saying that I've done I'm it. I'm not saying I have it. There, I've there were lots of places that would have been way less comfortable than those things for that. Just saying. <laughs> the bottom bunk of a bunk bed. <laughs> Ugh, nothing worse than a twin bed. Nothing worse than the bottom bunk of a twin bed. Like having like like <laughs> you're camping somewhere like at the river and you're in like a bunk, you know, with a bunch of other people and you're like, look, it's our turn. So everybody stay out for five minutes. It's our turn. You know, when you're down there with a bunch of 20 year olds. But the best, the best movie experience I've ever had is the Warren, um, which is based out of Wichita, but there's one in Oklahoma City and they have this thing called the balcony. And it's it's expensive. So it's one of those things you build an entire night around. It's like 20 bucks a ticket. I paid 15 Friday night for just 3D IMAX. Oh, I don't know what it is with all the you know 3D IMAX because I can't see the 3D. I so. know. Well, it's unfortunate. But, We're going to fix eyeballs. Yes. Uh, but it's 21 and up only. In the yeah. What's up? Uh, full it's bar, weird. full restaurant service. So you click a button. Someone comes to your seat. It takes your order during the movie if you don't want to get up. I should have an iPad kiosk where I can order it myself. They they I they might be doing that now. I don't know. I'm but sure they will eventually when that gets uh, cheap enough. Yeah. Well, maybe not cheap enough, but a way to quickly dim it because it is a movie. You got to do the whole dimming thing, and it is a legit balcony. So it sits. I bet you. I bet you. I could design a graphic interface that would work better than just dimming it. Like it would automatically just be a you know mostly black interface, right? Right. Well, you could probably anyway. do, but yeah. yeah. But it's a second, so it's a second story balcony area. It's a legitimate balcony over the rest of the theater, like an old movie theater, like an not old, like, an old like movie a play, theater, but like an old play. Theater. Yes. Uh-huh. Like uh huh. Like opera almost. And the food is really good. Yeah. And they serve you, and they for every big movie that comes out, they make a new mixed drink. Fuck yeah! Like the Jurassic World. Yes. And they serve it in thirty-two ounces is nine dollars. What's up? We're getting thirty-two. I mean, you're talking one of those fuckers, and you're good. Take an Uber, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Take an Uber. Take an Uber. Yes, uh, that's the best, the single best uh, experience I've ever. What had. was the seating arrangement like? What kind of seats were you in? Um, they were basically they were basically uh, a curved seat, like so cushions on all sides, a table like out of the sixties. Kinda like like they, a, like a, like a um like a booth almost like at a restaurant but more loungy. Um, yeah, kind of. It, it was it was really it was meant for two people because there was a table okay. in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. 
This is an interesting experience. Oh, it's fantastic. Let's it's kind of private if it's curved then, right? Like you're not really being... Exactly. Uh, let's start. see. I might have a picture of it laying around. Uh, anyway. Old blogs. Uh, <laughs> I can see it in my head. Oh, yeah. It's it's fantastic. I... Uh, this the single... How is the wait? How is it with other people ordering their food? Does the way the b- waiters bother you? Not when they're bringing somebody else their beer or whatever. Not like, is there really, because of... there there's only one or two of them, and they stay really low and they're really quiet. They're like little ninjas. They're dressed all in black and they're just <laughs> moving around. Oh, they're dressed all in black. Yeah, kind of like stealthy about it. I like it. It makes me feel even more special. Especially you know if you get. Like the front row, like right on the railing. Yeah, you'd never notice it. Oh well, that's the seat to have anyway, right? Like if oh, we're yeah. gonna spend the money, like let's pay the extra money and. This isn't a great <sighs> shot, but you can kind of get the idea of what it looks like. Yeah, everybody in your cars. Fuck you. And plus, you know, the nice thing about like the Warren is there was a full bar upstairs. So you go like an hour beforehand and hang out and drink and maybe get dinner. Oh, that looks. Awesome. Right. I mean, great. It was that pricey. Awesome. It's pricey, but... I don't you know, give a shit. Real, That's the, like I only go to those kind of movies, for, you know, or only do those kind of experiences for like a date night where you're exactly. trying to get laid. Exactly. That's exactly why you do it. You just like spend, you spend 100, 120 bucks, but you do it all at the theater. Yeah, and you get laid. It's awesome. That's, mm-hmm. why, that's why we do these. Yeah, that's why we do Because in this endeavor, nothing short will do. Like what is that? What is that? A uh, Robin Williams quote from the Great Poet or Dead Poet Society, where he's talking about we don't use the word very. A man isn't very tired; he's exhausted. <laughs> a man isn't very angry; he's pissed. You know, he's like, and you know, and because because gentlemen using words is our weapons in the endeavor of getting laid. I don't know exactly how. It goes. Uh, Look I mean, it up. Yeah. It's it, awesome. It's been a long time since I. Well, actually, it hasn't been that long since I've seen it. But I, 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 I do remember that section of the movie. Oh, and anyway, like I was going to say, back before we got derailed by your thing that I derailed earlier. So we're going like Inception on this. Um, <laughs> did you happen to see, What trailers did you get to see? Oh, what all did we see? I'm uh, getting one specifically. Did you see Terminator? No. Oh, you didn't see the trailer for Terminator? I did not. Damn it! Did you know there's like a new Terminator coming out in like a week? Yes. And it looks fucking insane. It looks awesome. I bet that movie's just as shitty as this Jurassic Park, but I'm totally going to go spend <laughs> the money now that I can reserve a seat to go watch this shitty movie. It looks awesome. I'm trying to like I'm trying to remember what all we saw. There's a couple of them. There's there, there's there's one coming out called Max. It's about this like dog who I'm not seeing anything about a dog. I know, and I'm just fuck you. My wife is like, she's like, I'm gonna want to see it. I'm like, the dog's gonna die. That dog is going (laughs) to legit die. We know it's gonna happen. This is the only way these movies can end. Is that dog is gonna gonna die? (laughs) Gonna affect me for a long time. Oh man, like Inside Out, the new Pixar movie is coming out next weekend. I am, is it? Yes, I might have to spend money on that one too. I am legit scared (laughs) to see that movie. Legit scared. I know nothing about it. And I'm probably going to go that way knowing nothing about it. Okay, well, I'm going to give you just a little bit about it. The I'm guy who you. wrote Toy Story, the guy who wrote Wally, the What's guy up? who wrote Up, and directed Wally and Up is directing and writing this movie. 
Is yeah. this the fat guy that's so cool, or is this the uh, skinny other dude? The skinny other dude. I like him too. Yeah, they're both awesome. They are. Those are both like Steve Wozniak and like another Wozniak. But it's like it's not a, there's neither one of them are Jobs. They're just both Wozniaks. <laughs> but awesome. with, with with how up affected me, man, I'm just gonna be like like trying my best not to. This cry. one doesn't look as bad, right? This one doesn't looks like it would be a little more difficult to like really get you. A lot of people are saying it's way worse than up. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! I may not see it then. I may. I just may not see it because I don't need to know that shit. <laughs> There's just some things that don't need to be in your psyche. There, that's very true. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And there's this yeah. new movie called Dope, which is coming out. Have you seen the previews for that? Sounds cool to me. I'm in. What's like, up? It's like a. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know exactly what it's about, but it seems like this like <laughs> like '90s retro black kid with like the high top fade and the whole bit, and it just looks awesome. I have no idea what it's about, but I still really want to see it. <laughs> Stop! You're not selling me on it, but okay. I got so many other movies I need to go see now. <sighs> Star Wars is coming along, huh? Star Wars. Star Wars good. will be in December. Yeah. Uh, Last Hunger Games is going to be in November, which I'm very interested in seeing. Really, I didn't even see the first one. Um, or second, or whatever. Well, it's one of those things for for those of you who have read the book, you know what I'm talking about. But do you mind spoilers? Because if you don't mind spoilers, I'll. Tell oh, I, that movie does not appeal to me at all. Okay, like, so. Desire to see. The reason I'm really interested in the last one, which is one of the only reasons I've seen the, all the other movies, is because, in spoiler alert, if you don't know the end of The Hunger Games, please stop listening for the next 20 to 40 to 80 seconds. Um, Katniss, the main character, who's played by Jennifer Lawrence. Um, we get to see her titties or no? No. Maybe. Probably not. It's PG 13, so I doubt it. But um, she, like, Goes full on PTSD, becomes an alcoholic, becomes a drug addict. In the in show? the books, okay. And so I'm really curious to see if they're going to pull punches or not, because I know I've, I've met a lot of people who are only fans of the movies who have no idea what's coming, and so I want to see if the director and the people who have made these movies have the balls to actually make her go batshit crazy. Is there redemption at the end for her going batshit crazy? Does it all work out? Kind of. She goes back to her home and kind of just lives out her life. Like, it's it's pretty... Oh, no, shit. It's just kind of a shitty ending like some Japanese fucker made it. Yeah, it's it's pretty dark. Like, it's a uh, no dark No racism ending. there, but if you watch any anime, you know what I that statement means. Nothing ends well in animes. The main goddamn character dies in every goddamn anime. Spoiler alert for any anime you're watching, <laughs> that dude dies. Or most of them, anyway. I know it's a generalization. Don't get on there. <laughs> so I, I'm very curious to see all if 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 they have the guts to actually do it. Nah, not really. Uh, probably not. But they'll just hint at her getting drunk, and somebody will say, "You should stop drinking." And she'll be like, rah, rah. "She probably won't even drink because that would make them right." Like that much gratuitous, like alcohol and uh, drug abuse would make her. Uh, wouldn't they get into an R with that? If they're not showing it directly, I don't know. I, I don't know how the, the bullshit works. I wonder how movies like uh, The Great Mouse Detective would do Today? if they had to be rated nowadays. 
Oh man, at least PG. At least. Right, like PG or PG thirteen, like where they're. They, I mean, they get smashed off that wine in that one scene. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, that, where they're singing like, Radigan and shit. They're uh-huh. drinking like just chugs. What was it? Wine or beer or something? Beer, I can't I think, what it, yeah, like a yeah. fountain of beer, and that one is getting like just white girl wasted, like college white girl wasted. I mean, that one little rat dude, that little mouse. It's just drinking it straight from the fountain. You remember he gets eaten uh-huh. by the rat because of it and shit? He was like, fuck it. That's some serious grown-up oh, shit, yeah. man. Like, the things we never registered <laughs> when we were little. I never noticed. <laughs> like, Tom and Jerry, that one episode where he smokes the cigarette where he's the cowboy. Oh. Uh-huh. He, he burns that whole smoke, that whole stogie down in one hit, and he throws it, and then he blows out Howdy to the chick. And then he blows like a heart and like an arrow and shit with the smoke. I'm like, that so wouldn't make it. You couldn't put that on TV. To, uh, oh, the things funny. that we can't put on television. Yeah, it can, it, except for the things that they do put on television. Like, have you noticed like the stuff that they're going to like in 10 years when we talk about like, can you believe that was on there? Like we're talking about Chum and Jerry from the 80s or 70s. Man, some of the stuff today like that are being our kids are supposed to be watching are horrible. In what way? Like quality, like content. You remember Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah. Right. You remember how it was a little off? Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Your, your parents probably maybe not have wanted to watch you if they happened to watch the wrong scene of the wrong episode with you. Right. The brain might come out of his nose or the blood might come down because they've gone too high up in space. His nose starts bleeding or you know, their skin dries up and they become crap. And it's kind of... Kind of graphic in a cartoonish way. Not like Coyote getting smashed by an anvil graphic, but more in like a... Grotesque? Yeah, like a Tim Burton kind of weird, like... Right. You know, like, wow, that's so interesting image to put in your head, right? It's just only gotten more progressive since then. It's just that type of... Mixed with the success model of the Kim Kardashian ultra stupid. Just... Like, the main protagonist may have an IQ of five. <laughs> and the whole entertainment value of, is him just fumbling through life almost unaware and unav- unskilled and unaware of the whole situation. You know, just just kind of bumbles through and these crazy things happen around them because of such a stupid... But there seems to be, like, this luck of a cartoon drawing going around it. You know what I mean? Like, right, like you can't yeah. obviously fail because it's it's just that. It's just on... <laughs> on epic scales, epic levels. Like, you should watch... If if you smoked weed, you might want to just take a hit one night and watch some of these fucking... Like, um, what was it that we used to have to stay up late so our parents would be asleep and we would watch, like, on the tune, uh, Cartoon Network? Like, Invader was Zim that? or, like, Future No, 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 like, what or... was that called? It was like a... It Adult was like Swim. A sec- huh? Adult yes. Swim. Yes, get stoned and watch Adult Swim today. It'll blow your fucking mind. You're like, wow, that's ridiculous. I would, I, I'm an old man, because like my dad wouldn't let me watch it, and now I won't let my kids watch. It. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't dare let you watch it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I picked up uh, Drawn Together today, which if you haven't seen that, that is hilarious. What is Drawn Together? It rings uh, a bell. It's it was I think it was Adult Swim. I think it was Comedy Central. No, I mean, oh was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the reality show about the pe- like it was basically Zelda and Superman and Betty Boop yes. and oh yeah, 
that show's hilarious. It's not for children. It was children. based off of like those uh, celebrity rehab, right? Or shows. Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Some oh. of those are fun, actually. Oh, I yeah. actually find some of those that are just. I'm like, this is so insane. Like, I don't, I can barely keep track of what's going on, because it's just random comments and random, you know, just. You know, and cameos and weird shit just happening all the time, and you have to know the references. Right. There's like this one where there's like a meatball and a pizza. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> Holy shit! What's wrong with that show? <laughs> I that show is one of those shows that at times I find it absolutely hilarious, and but most of the time I just don't want to watch it because I think it's stupid. <laughs> It's only it's only in um, I have to be seriously like I have to be so messed up I'm having difficulty keeping track of reality. You know where you're like really like party fucked up, you know what I mean? Like an old like I don't even get this way anymore, but like occasionally I would just you're like, "Oh, I am you're tr- on a mission." Rashed, right? And then you just sit down and somebody turns that on and you you start watching it and you keep trying to it's just like it's it's just enough of like did that just what I'm kind of confused, and you, you know, and the humor might hitch a chord, and then you're just on to the off to the races. Uh, that show can be hilarious. I wouldn't recommend it though. No, no, it's a terrible show. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. good times. Well, that's that's half hour on Jurassic World and subsequent topics. <laughs> it's like yeah, love hard topics just kind of go poof. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do movies well. And we're going into the summer blockbuster. Ah, I have this next week we're going to be able to do this again because I would go off about all the shit that's happening at E3 this week because the goddamn future's here. Yeah, but I don't really want to waste it. I think we should save all that shit for next week so we E3 can actually see everything that came out, epic. have kind of a perspective, and talk about it. I don't know how far we'll be behind, but dude, it's only like two days into the fucking conference, and oh my god, I know. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! Like, how many virtual reality headsets are coming out next year? A lot. All of them. And not to like, mention destroy some the market pretty cool games, of... man. Ah, oh, I I can't believe. Drink since we just mentioned virtual virtual reality, or the future, or yeah. <laughs> mainly VR. Yeah, can you not tell? I am one of those people. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm I'm interested to see. I've been looking into a holodeck my entire life, dude. Speaking of the future, for me anyway, the next version of Dota's been announced. Oh yeah, how does Uh, this work? What's so exciting about this? It's not just Dota. Well, it'll mainly just be Dota, but it's um, Source Two, like the gaming engine Source Source. A whole new engine. A whole new engine. So, I'm sure. Team Fortress will be on it, so it's a whole new engine, whole new Ooh, graphics. Counter Strike going into yeah. like the popularity of mm-hmm. the popularity spike of Counter Strike. I hope they don't oh, mess yeah. it up. Oh, it's gorgeous! Like from the snapshots I've seen, are just gorgeous. Just what absolutely. is this? This is using that new Unreal Engine four or five or whatever it is. No, it's so it, great. No, it's Source. They're making it's their own source. It's their own engine. Like Counter Strike, Team Fortress, and Dota all run on one engine. Right. The source engine. <sighs> so we're talking like 4K graphics and shadows and probably yeah, like yeah hardcore. That, and, yeah, um, it's level. gonna be nice. 
So nice. Nom, nom, nom. Maybe a Half-Life 3 announcement. <laughs> you heard it here. Half-Life 3 confirmed. God. I, that shit. The moment Half-Life 3 gets announced, I just hope I can be on Twitter. I want to be like, I want to be like, no, I want like a full internet battle station. Like with like (laughs) several screens of like all of the social media. I need Reddit. I need 4chan. I need, I need Twitter. The internet's just going to be coming all over itself. I need YouTube. I need this whole, I need Pornhub for my own release. This whole thing needs, I need to go down, dude. I need to be like, oh, what? What? The whole, ah! And I need to add to it. I need, yeah, the whole internet's going to melt. I would like to be able to see the internet actually melt in real time where it just breaks down into the matrix code right in front of us all. <laughs> just like, ah, we knew it was a lie. It's going to be <laughs> Half-Life 3 that does it. Oh, it will. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think they're just going to keep... <laughs> I, don't I think they're just going to be those people who are just keep teasing it and teasing it and teasing it. There's going to be a religion in a thousand years that only has the symbol... And the the promise of this some Messiah called Half Life Three. It won't even have. It'll be missing some of the letters, like V'ger from the first Star Trek. It'll just be like HL three or just three. <laughs> you know, three is coming to save us all. Yeah, uh, we're yeah we're gonna make you president. We're gonna start a religion. We're gonna confirm Half Life Three. This might be the greatest podcast on the planet. It might be. It might yeah, be. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. <laughs> to listen to this complete and total inane bullshit. (laughs) We were talking about, um, what was it called? Um, Pixar. Uh I found the, uh, the 22 rules to a successful Pixar movie. Okay. Let's see. I don't know if it's all something that, hey, we want to read through all of them, but I thought it might be at least put in the, um, Show notes. Okay. Okay, let me send it to you. All right, let's let's look at that the uh top ten, yeah. Yeah, top ten. Uh, I didn't like that. Start at one and go to ten? I think it's read that way. What the fuck? What did you get? Did I send I, you porn? No, you just gave me a weird link. Did it work? No. No, it didn't work. What is up with that? Yeah, it's an image or link, but the HTTPS is all fucked up. Let's try sending it again. Huh, no. It's fucked up on my screen. Here. I think that saves it. Oh, I'm an idiot. Well, this makes for a great podcast. And I'm I know, podcast. I know, right? Hey, after all that greatness for the first half hour of the show, I mean, we got into it. We got into it hard and fast, which is not our modus operandi. I think we can go to the bottom link. I think you'll be there. Yeah, I got it. Start. So uh, you admire character more for trying for, than for their success or Makes, their successes. Uh-huh. Makes sense. You keep in mind what's interesting to an audience, not what's fun to do as a writer. Mm, that makes sense, yeah. Interesting. Trying for a theme is important, but you won't see but you won't see what the story is actually about until you're at the end of it. Now rewrite. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, you write a story and then rewrite the whole story? Oh yeah. Well when I wow, was Wow, that would take a lot of effort, huh? 
When I was in a freshman comp at Oklahoma State, I managed to get the former editor of the New Yorker as my professor. And I can't tell you how many times I would turn in a rough draft, like a 12-page paper rough draft. She would read through it, and she did this for so many people in the class. She would read through it, put something at the bottom. She would circle the last paragraph and say, this sounds like a great thesis for a story. Rewrite. Scrap your entire paper except for the last four sentences and give it back to you and say, go do it again. And generally she was right, but it was a pain in the ass. Wow, that's brutal, dude. Yeah. That sounds brutal. Did you pass? Oh, yeah, I passed. I almost got an A, too. Of course. As, yeah. Oh, I just want to pat my grandmother on the bat since we're talking about grades. Uh-huh. She got her doctorate, right? So mm-hmm. she decided to go back to school. So she got her bachelor's, her master's, and then her doctor, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. 4.0 like a, all the way through, huh? Like a 4.0 or whatever that is. Like, however... And not just a 4.0, but like if you go back and look at any of the tests or any of the things that she turned in, they're all 100%. They're all perfect. Wow, that's that's incredible. But, you know, she's retired and has a lot of... <laughs> has a lot of free time. Yeah, free time. And she was really, really, really into what she was doing. But anyway, back to the... Um, the list. Yeah, so number four. Once upon a time, there was blank, every day blank, one day blank, because of that blank, because of that blank, until finally blank. So, I guess yeah. I'd have to be a writer to understand what that was supposed to mean. Huh. Anyway, somebody should take all these stuff that we're saying and write us a story. Send it in. <laughs> these are actually pretty good. I'm going to look through these. Yeah. Simplif- or number five is simplify, focus, combine. Characters hop over detours. You'll feel like you're losing valuable stuff, but it sets you free. I I don't understand. So you have something that's very difficult and the character just finds the way around it? Simplify, focus, combine characters, hop over detours. And you'll feel like you're losing valuable stuff, but it sets you free. Uh, it's just... And I've, I actually development in general, like character design in general. Right, and this is something I've run into with my writing is you'll get stuck. Like you want to do this one thing so well, or you mm-hmm. want to, you feel like this one thing is very integral to the story, and it's not. And you just need to keep going. You get stuck. Mm-hmm. Just keep on, keep on going. Get to the end of the story. Fill in the holes eventually. Yeah, interesting. I like number six, too. What is your character good at or comfortable with? Throw the polar opposite at them to challenge them. And then how do they deal with it? This is something you see a lot in Dresden. Oh, that's true. If you true. think about how like the things that Dresden runs into, is it forces him to be or to not deal with something is. that yeah. is not who he is. Yeah, he, he's never allowed to just burn the building down. Right. And if he does, it's going to be terrible consequences. Right. But if like Dresden had, his, if Dresden had his way, he would just. <laughs> he would just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would just, uh-huh. just. Let's just kill you and then I'll, you know, I'll be done with my problems. Yeah. I, oh, by the way, <laughs> that is the worst example of like, uh, what is the. What is the, the. We should coin a term. 
Okay, so let's. I'll, I'll give you an example. So we need a term for this. You're you get exposed to say Game of Thrones or not Game of Thrones, but like Breaking Bad. Okay. Three seasons in, four seasons in, right? The fourth season just started, and you happen to be at a party where they watched the the, you know, the fourth the, that that premiere episode of the fourth season, right? Right. You're like, wow, holy shit, that looks good. And then you go back and you watch all three seasons over the weekend. And now you're caught up. And you know that sadness that you get? That kind of like, oh, this sucks. Now I'm caught up. And I was really enjoying just being able to just gorge on this great story. Right? Right. We need a term for that. It's like caught Binge. up hangover. Bingen fraud? What? Bingen fraud. <laughs> I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, there, there's this... Um... There's this term, uh, Schrodenfraud. Have you heard? Have you heard of this? No. It's a German word. I think it word. makes it way funnier though if you haven't. <laughs> it's a German word that basically is uh, <laughs> taking joy in someone else's pain. And so, Bingenfraud is you take joy, but you know it's going to end poorly. Ah, uh, so I've never had a worse example of that than. <laughs> Bingenfraud. Then when I, <laughs> I got to the end of Dresden. Oh, I know, dude. Because uh, it's like, you know, what is it, 15 books at like, let's just say on average 11 hours? Yeah, probably. So what is that, 155 hours of amazing story? And then your character ends like, not in a cliffhanger, but kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah. There's some shit fucking going down. And it's years. It's not like a TV show where you only have to wait like nine months at the most. And the dude might die. Like, we may never know. Like, this, is, oh, this is horrible. I may, not, I may not do this ever again. I may only watch, only read books that only come, like one book at a time, right? Or, not, or series that are completely done, like Harry Potter. Like, I know it's done, right? It's done? Okay. That's one of the main reasons I'm afraid of Game of Thrones. I don't really want to just get super sucked into Game of Thrones just to be caught up and then, you know, have him and not get finished for something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dresden was a big uh, binge and fraud for me. Because, uh, but luckily, I had another book coming. I knew there was at least one more book coming. It was already announced. With you, man, you're just fucked. <laughs> but hey, we, yeah. have, we have Armada coming in like a month. I'm in. I'm in. I, I've already pre-ordered it. I'm in. I'm. I'm in. I've already listened to the. I've already listened to that book three times. So good, right? It's not as good the second time. Like you know, it was a like a ten and a half out of a ten. You know, from zero to ten, it was a. It was past ten. It was absolutely excellent the first time. Second time, it's more like an eight and a half. Still, maybe one of my favorite books ever. But once you kind of, you kind of know what's going to happen, and you kind of know where it's going, yeah. it's not as there was a, there was a feeling of discovery with the first listen through. Oh yeah, where the sure. guy would paint these pictures of these worlds, or you know, and, or he would give you the whole world. It's like okay, let your imagination run for half a book. I'm still going to blow your mind at the end. I'm still going to come up with shit that you didn't think big enough. You're like, no, 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 you didn't get how awesome the Oasis really is man when shit goes down at the end or not even fully at the end like when um uh, uh what was the part 
I don't know. The end was insane, but so was the part where um, where he was describing the uh, what's that fucking building out of um, oh, Total Recall? For, yeah, the pyramid building. And you were like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. There would yeah. just be these like Total Recall cities like everywhere. It's like I forgot how awesome this universe could be. I don't know. There's just and then the final. F- the I don't want to give any away. I really highly recommend people watch it. I don't want to. But the the last chapter, or you know, two chapters or whatever, that was so amazing. I was like, oh wow, this is even more badass than I thought it would be. This get, is fucking insane. Get a little misty eyed at the end. Yeah, and it was very like almost like eighties like Rambo bro movie. It was full of like shit. Like it, if you wanted something to be epic and it, for it to happen, it probably happens at the end. That <laughs> shit's pretty fucking badass, man. <laughs> From the way he enters the scene, from the way he like lands the, you know, uh, and then the shit talking, and then when you're like, oh shit, the bad guys are kind of hooked up too. This is gonna be kind of an epic fight, you know. That moment's insane because the whole crowd's like, oh shit, we know what that is. It's just like, oh man, and then they fight, and then, ah. Uh. Anyway, I so how was the book. third read through? Did it, it pop back up for you? I loved it. Great book. Great book. I love that fucking book. It's one of those books, like you said, though, you can just start like halfway through it. Yeah, yeah. You just pick it up. So it's like a good TV show. It doesn't matter. After Fourteen, and you're in. Yeah, you just like yeah. whatever. Yep. No big deal. Yep. Awesome <laughs> book. Yeah, and then I read the uh, the other book that you gave me. I've read um, the Console Wars. That's a good one. Couldn't keep track of the fucking people to save my life. Oh, it's yeah, it's. Made it a little difficult to keep track of, like, what's going on. Because I'm like, wait, some deal got made, but did it get made between Nintendo or Sega? The only way I was supposed to know is I know who Rice is. It's like, I don't know who Rice actually is. He's not the main guy. I know who Kalinske was and, and uh, Toyota because he had such a memorable name. Right. That's one of those things where, in general, more nonfiction books I don't mm-hmm. like to listen to. It's too yeah. hard to keep track of, but still yeah, very interesting. Very interesting to think of these forty-year-old dudes making these decisions about the gaming console that we're ape shit about when we're eight. That was weird. It's like, right? oh, I remember. And they're like cursing and swearing and you know talking about all this stuff. Right? You, you know, Donkey what? Kong was a big part of it, and I remember Sonic. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, I remember the TV show. Oh, I didn't realize that was a commercial. You know, there's just all these shit that you look back and you're like the part where they're like, Sega! It's like, oh yeah, I, I, I remember those commercials. Oh, yeah. This is weird yeah, to I, talk I, about I, memories that I haven't thought of in forever. I still get tingly when I hear Green Hill Zone. Or is it Green Hill? Yeah, Green Hill Zone. The first stage of the first level of Sonic. But that, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Mm. It's like hearing Zelda or Mario. Yeah, it's just one of those. It's very iconic. But especially the first time you played the first Sonic. Oh, yeah. Because it felt so fast. Fast. And we're at a time where th- things like that are new for, compu- for games. It's like, oh, we've never even done fast before. That's how new video games were. It's like fast was a cool concept. Can, yep. you, can you imagine fast as being like the selling point of the game? Our game's quick. It's like, so? We could, game, we could build games now that are too fast that you can't play. But back in the day, to have a fast game, to have just the cool hardware that would run a fast game was a big deal. 
And it didn't hurt that the game was actually pretty good. <laughs> the game was fantastic. The game was actually pretty good. The game was pretty good. I will say that the second and third did kind of fall off, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I know a lot of people. A lot of people like the second one the most, but I'm a, I'm a purist. I like the original Sonic. Second, second one was great. Third one really fell off, though. I didn't really enjoy mm. the third one at all. But it's a good story. It's really kind of inspirational. It makes you want to go be like one of those captains of industry that are like cutthroat, go-getter, 90s, like doing cocaine on Wall Street kind of people. Staying up for four days in a row to make deals because yeah. you got to yeah. deal with people in Japan. and you gotta be, like, Yeah, that I, I, part. Or the guy who was like, I haven't, been, I haven't been anywhere for 48 hours in six months. He's yeah. like, nobody would like to travel like I do. Like he was literally would get on airplanes to at the promise of a a meeting, and then he would get there and they would cancel the meeting. You know, like I don't know, I just that part was like, oh, that, that's kind of cool. Like the whole caviar first class, jet set like cutthroat jet advertising set, yeah. world, jet set and, left style man, and that like the Kalinsky guy was super inspirational. Like, he was right. Like, if they, if Japan of, you know, Sega of Japan would have let him partner with uh, whatever that one company was, well, Sony to begin with, Sony you would have, had, begin with, you would have yep. had Sega instead of, Sega PlayStation instead of Sony PlayStation. How which, big would that have been? Which, how big a deal was that? You know, like, did they miss on that one? And then they missed the other, they also had first opportunity at the chipset that went into the 64. Right. Mm-hmm. They could have had the 64 technology, and how different is... The world we live in, but Japan fucked America, and that guy, you know, left the ship after that, which I don't blame him, because Sega did die after that, right? It wasn't oh, long yeah. after yeah, yeah, Sega yeah. was completely mm-hmm. gone. It wasn't. It was an irrelevant company. Very weird to have had over more than half the market share in less than three years to lose it all in another two. It's just so weird. Great uh, story. That was fun. Oh yeah, good stuff. Um, I'm still working on Snow Crash. Which I kind of took a hiatus on that, but still good. Still dig it. It's gotten weird, though. It's gotten I'm waiting really for weird. my Audible uh, token for this month. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to do Flash Boys. That's oh, what I'm going to spend this token nice. on. Nice. Which is the uh, the book about the Wall, uh, Wall Street fiber optic rush in the late 2010s. Or nice. Yeah, it looks really that? cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah late aughts like whatever that was yeah the late all 20s. Those fiber optic races yeah not yeah, late 20s because that suggests like like 1990 like you know right there's there's it's the late know, aughts the late, the late aughts, aughts yeah technically yeah. it's the late aughts which is a weird thing to say i've never said it before i've never even heard anyone say it but yeah there was that whole fiber optic race at that point which was kind of fun and intense to listen to or I was given the book, and I don't have time to read it, but I have plenty of time to listen to it, so I'm just going right. to spend my Audible well, token on that's it. That's where, because my mom always used to lament that none of her sons like to read, and it's not that I don't like to read, it's just reading is hard, but once I found audiobooks, I, I started reading, reading you know, a ton. You know, I, I've probably put down 50 books on audio, if not more, well, well probably actually way more than that now they factor in like Dresden and stuff. Right, I've definitely listened to, well, just since I've recently gotten, because I've listened to, um, I was actually doing the calculations, I've listened to over 1,500 hours of Joe Rogan's podcast. 1,500 hours. 
that doesn't include like the Ari Shafir podcast that I've listened to in total, every single episode that he has, which is probably another 700 hours. And I've listened to every single Radiolab and Dan Carlin's Hardcore History and Dan Carlin's Common Sense. I've listened to every single one of those. But those aren't audiobooks. But since you've introduced me to audiobooks, I have by far listened to more audiobooks than I have ever read actual books in my entire life. Oh, yeah. And I will, I will continue. Like, this is not something that I'm going to stop doing. Like, I will probably listen to audiobooks. Like, I might listen to more books than most people will ever read in their lifetime. The problem with audiobooks, especially once you really get into them, you start to pick out the good and the bad readers. There are certain books I cannot listen to just because of the reader. Like, I want to listen to them. Like, uh, Fahrenheit 451, terrible Mm -hmm. reader. Just terrible. Um, Brave New World, great reader. Great reader. Um, 1984, you're seeing the trend here, I'm sure. 1984, great reader. Uh, Animal Farm, also great reader. Uh, Alice Shrugged which I need to get to you because I think you'll like it and it'll take you forever to get through. Okay. Uh, pretty good reader. Uh, the Atlas Shrugged audiobook, I want to say, is 60 hours. Damn. Yeah, it's long. Let's see. That would take two weeks. And it's a dense two hours. It's not like... Six, it's yeah, one of those you got to reread. It's 63 hours. Yeah, I'll, I can get get that to you. It's hardcore. I know each Game of Thrones, I looked into getting them, spending a token on the Game of Thrones, because people say the books are amazing. I'm not convinced, but the, they say the, the reader is insane. The reader sounds awesome. I've listened to like some of the previews on Audible. He sounds mm-hmm. awesome. But each book is like 34, 35 hours. Yeah. And there's like six books or five books or some shit. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think Game of Thrones would be hard to follow on, in book form, reading or listening book form because they jump between because every chapter is a different character. Jon Snow, and then it goes into his story. Yeah, yeah. So there is an audible break though, where it goes quiet, like the Harry Potter books, and then it says that guy's name, so you know there's like you know it's an audible like Jon Snow. Well, and then it'll good. go into like his story, so you kind of know who they're talking. You know, like the oh, here's the chapter. Here's what we're talking about. Right. I just like like I always one of my favorite quotes I ever heard about Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is like Twitter. There's 140 characters, and nothing good ever happens. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. I also <laughs> want to get into some of the Star Wars books. I want to get through some of those. Oh, uh, some of them, yeah. Because I've listened to like I've, I've, I've read the last. Of like the five books after the trilogy ends, so the Thrawn trilogy, I Am Jedi, like the first Jedi Academy, and like one of the X Wings. I was reading them in chronological order when I was younger and had more time. Sadly, they're all not canon anymore. Fuck yeah, they are. Fuck you, Disney and George Lucas. Y'all are creating an alternate universe like Star Trek did. <laughs> is that how you want to say it? That is what's happening, and don't say any other thing. You see that Han Solo has a wife? Yeah, it's Leia. <laughs> well, the question is, does he have two wives? No, it's Leia, and he has two kids. <laughs> They're twins. I know all this. 
I've been there. I've read this things? shit, people. This. Like, what are you talking about? You mean you mean what does Disney think? I have no idea. I have no idea, and who cares? Screw I'm just gonna go watch it for the pretty effects. Dude, you you know you know for a fact, like the Thursday before that movie comes out, or whenever it comes out, you're gonna be like bouncing up and down, just hoping to God your kids like it too. You know it. I know it. Because I'm gonna be the same way, except without the kids. But I'm going to be there like with my Star Wars hat, if I had a Star Wars hat. But I would have, if I had a Star Wars hat, I'd be wearing it to work. I would have to find like a Star Wars themed polo to wear to work that day. Yes. We know you, you know you're going to freak the fuck out just like you did when you were, what, how old were we? 14 years old when Phantom Menace came out? I don't know, Jacob. I don't know. I don't have much faith. What? Hmm. How much would it have cost to bought the rights to the Thrawn trilogy and just made that movie? Well, you would have to have bought. You would have to. Lucas would have had to allow you to actually do it, and that's pretty much impossible for. Well, the answer is four billion dollars because that's how much it cost to buy Star Wars. Right. So now that you own it, how much does it cost to buy that fucking guy to let you do it? Because that's what they should have done. Technically, I don't think it would cost them anything because they technically own the rights to it because it is a Star Wars property. And then they should have done that. They should have, and I wish they would have, and I was really hoping they would have, but no, they didn't. Well, then I'm not quite as excited as I could have been. For those who don't know, the Thrawn trilogy was based, what, five years after Endor, right? That sounds about right. Is it right. that long? Is it that long past? I think so. But it's this, it was a set of, it was three Star Wars books where Mara, uh, actually Mara Jade was introduced, which, I mean, she's, yes, she was introduced in the Throne Trilogy. Uh, and it's very good. So very good. Excellent. Excellent. Because if you think about it, the Empire didn't just disappear because the Empire was killed. There were people in a hierarchy set up as a positions to take over the empire, so the empire didn't just go over, go away overnight, like you would think at the end of the third movie. Like everything's fine. There was still a fight to be had, a big one. A, a big it, one. when you're still the underdog. Yeah, you 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 hit the king, but you still have lots of princes princes to deal with, and, and lots that of guy admirals. Who takes and... over might have been more badass than the emperor himself. Thrawn is a Dude, a full-blown, like, a super villain for, like, legendary villains, you know? Oh, yeah, he was He's fantastic. Awesome. He's one of my yeah. all-time favorite villains. I don't know. I'm kind of excited like this one, like I was excited for the Star Trek film. Now, granted, I will be more excited for this one than I was the Star Trek or even, say, Jurassic Park, which, for people who don't know, Jurassic Park got me to go to the movie theater when I hadn't been in two years. So it really was at least enough to like get me to go, you know. Now I was drugged to some movies at some point throughout there, but I was literally drugged. You know, I you know, I had to go. Like I had to go. I was trying to get laid kind of thing. Right. But other than like wanting to go myself, Jurassic Park's like the first time in like two or three years. So I will be more excited than I was for Jurassic Park and I was pretty excited for Jurassic Park. 
But I don't think I'm going to do the whole midnight line thing other than if I wanted to have the experience of hanging out with other people like me who would be there at midnight to, you know, in line. Right? That might that part might be. Do you think we're going to have lines like we used to? Like for the Star Wars like 94 or whatever it was when it came out? Uh maybe not. 99? Maybe not that bad, but it's Remember going to be we were pretty camping bad. Out? Oh yeah, but you now you can just buy your tickets online, you know. Cuz it what used to happen to that. People can buy tickets online now. Yeah, but like the iPhone, people used to camp out for that. That used to be a thing they did. Oh, they're, Apple's been trying to make sure that goes away because they don't like people hanging out because it's, it's a security problem for like the malls and everywhere else. You know, they are, they're trying because they're trying, it's, it's, you know, it's a health hazard and all that stuff. But that used to be like a thing, part of our culture there for like five or six years. Like we hung out in lines for everything. We were kind of into that in the 2000s, the aughts, and, as and we're now, calling it. And now we can get a, now we can buy assigned seats and not have to worry about them anymore. <sighs> the future. Those growing pains between the aughts were horrible, but now that we're in the uh, the teens, we're doing okay. Or you think we're going to go into the roaring twenties like we did last century? Uh, I could Feels definitely, like I could definitely see a crash like the late, like the twenties had. I can see that too. I feel like we're going towards that. I, I feel yeah. like it's a hundred years just. Following the same fucking cycle. Those fucking Mayans were right, man. <laughs> Those Mayans were right. Oh, uh, man. <sighs> Stupid economics. You actually, speaking of economics, you wanted to talk some econ today about <laughs> free markets and such. I had asked you why. If uh, how much? How much do you think the black markets are worth? Like I don't remember what we were talking ever? about. We were talking about like Silk Road or whatever. No, just like in general, like right now. Like, how much do you think like today's black market's value would be worth? Like, if you could find a value of today's black market. Uh, what do you? Several billion, right? Hold on. I just saw a number. One point two billion for Silk Road. But that's just Silk Road, right? Well, that's it's it's What's, a starting place. Okay, but like, what is like all of the black market, like all of the pot trade and all of the coke trade and all of the drugs and I guess weapons. I'm not sure, right? Like, I guess they're I don't know that I well, I guess I'm already answering my question. There has to be a line at some point. But wouldn't like if you were a per, pure capitalist, wouldn't you see that kind of stuff as like? leaving value on the table like there's money to be had there like why aren't we making a part of that money do capitalists like somehow take advantage of black markets and make cash off of them while keeping them illegal well i mean it seems to me like a a system that wasn't being necessarily ran by like humans because you know like a capitalistic system isn't necessarily like no one single idea or person's in control over it Right. So the a, thing a seems to kind of market move. system. That is mm. true. Uh, and according to, how should I close it? Balls. I guess it's a silly question that doesn't really have a great answer. I mean, obviously there has to be a black market because there's just things that, as a society, we deem as illegal. But it's just interesting that stuff that run, you know. Our government in the last 10 years has obviously, like, they've just openly admit that they kind of run off of money. And if that's the case, then why aren't there 
I don't know. More influence from the black market. That's a lot of money. According to this, it's $10 trillion dollars worldwide. <laughs> Holla at your boy. What's up? $10 trillion. Probably the majority of that is arms. Cause, oh, know, yeah. Well, that's a lot of money probably. That's right? a lot of money. The thing with... Um, I think you're getting your terms confused. Most likely. I'm kind so, of an idiot. Well, <laughs> I think actually the majority of people do this. There's a difference between capitalism, free markets, and what we have in the United States today. They're completely different entities. So we so, have three different things that we just mentioned, or two? Three. So there so, are three different... So a free market, is a different, capitalistic market, or a capitalistic system? Cap, yes. So that's a system compared to a market compared to what we actually have. Okay, so... F- what do we have? Um... Subsidies make it not a free market? Oh, the moment you start putting anything on a market, it no longer becomes completely free. So taxes and subsidies? So tax it is, taxes, regulations, so the FDA that, you know... That can, you can, have to have the FDA. No, it, but I'm just, I'm just talking, I'm just telling you what it is. Things like that uh, change the definition. market dynamics to where, so in, you know... In the like a black market, say a drug black market, the only thing you really have controlling quality is word of mouth saying that guy sells bad shit, right? That is that's yeah. yeah there's no government is. interference there, so it is a more free market, but it's a more volatile market as well. Mm. So purely free market is there are no barriers to entry except for what you can put into the market. So the only the only barrier to the entry into the market is your cost. Is a truly free market. So whatever. So your your product, whatever it takes to get your product into the market, that's right. the cost of the market, and no other. With no regulation, no taxes, nothing. Or no incentive to do it, like a. Or subsidy. no incentives. Yes, no incentives to do it. Nothing. That is a it can't truly cost less. free market. Right. And that's not what we have. We have is a weird socialist capitalist hybrid market. Isn't that weird that you could have two kind of extremes there? Uh, a yin and a yang pulling at each other that seems to somehow balance out into a system that kind of works. Kind of works. Uh, you ca- it causes problems, especially in the government, and for you know, especially picking winners and losers, because the people who get the grants. Get right. the extra incentive, they get the extra money, so they actually, you know, they do, you know, it's easier for them. Besides, the that wouldn't be that big a deal if we as a people had more influence over said government, right? Like if we got to decide who won and who lost as a as a power, eh, I'm okay with that. It would be nice to be able to decide that solar wins and coal loses. Well, but the problem is. Is that Americans have already decided decided that, and the government is fighting against it? Because right now America doesn't care; they want SUVs and they want cheap oil. That's all they care about, and the government is fighting against that. I don't think it's cheap oil. We want cheap energy, whatever you want to call it. Well, I think if we're gonna have this kind of argument, semantics become important. Like, I don't think it's just oil in general. I think it's electricity. And I think there are other ways to solve that electricity issue than just 
finding more oil. Right, but most most electricity is not generated through oil itself. Most is probably, I'm pretty sure most is coal. Well, what is the demand on oil? Petroleum products like plastics? Yeah, I mean, there's petroleum products. There's obviously gas, diesel. I mean, half of what we half of what we use is based off of oil. Every just about any plastic has oil, you know some kind of petroleum in it. Yes, yeah, I know. There should be a solution to that, though. I feel like we're so close that if we could spend some money in the right technologies that we should be able to solve some of those issues. I thought it was interesting that there were a few countries like, what was it, Great Britain that said they were going to be completely off, um, they're going to be completely energy sufficient by 2050 or something like that? Or was that America? I can't even remember who the article was about. I know the, U- the U.S. could do it if they wanted to, but here's, since we've been talking about sources of energy for the U.S., coal, 40% for electricity. We Nat, should solve that. Nat gas twenty seven, nuclear nineteen, hydro six, other renewables seven, petroleum one percent, other gases less than one percent. So oil itself is a you know, in terms of electricity generation is is a minor very minor. Yeah, but I, well I, this this conversation is so difficult to have that we might need to have it like as the whole cast. But that's also semantics. Because what I was talking about was like energy itself, like the ability Overall to energy. do work, right? Okay. The ability to, you know, that's what's important to us. We want to be able to move our car or our load or our vehicle or our, we want to be able to mow our lawn. We want to be able to do things as cheaply as we can. And having an electric, you know, fucking hybrid gas mower, that, that, that's just, you know, you can't spend $12,000 on your lawnmower. You know, even if that existed. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're going to do. That's what we want. We want things as, as, as a whole to be cheap and abundant, really. I mean, that's, you know, obviously it's what we all okay. want. You know, sure, that makes sense. But that's the technology that we have now is based off of a different energy source. Like, what are we doing with 40% of our electricity being generated off of coal anyway? It's cheap like we obviously want cheap coal. We don't want cheap oil. We want to make sure that coal shit stays cheap. It's true. If coal fucking spikes, man, we're all going to be in trouble. Well, that's one we're reason. We're going to be talking semantics will go out the window. We'll all know what energy means. <laughs> if fucking coal goes out the windows. That's What's one. up with eggs? Do you know why eggs are so expensive? I'm kind of an idiot and don't look it up. Uh, there's actually been a uh, disease running through the chicken population that's killed like hundreds of million of them. So we just lost all the chickens and eggs spiked. Supply yeah. and demand. Huh? I went. I went to Waterburger and couldn't, or Chick Fil A and couldn't get a freaking um, egg. What is that thing? That egg burrito they make with the fried chicken in it. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Oh my god! Get on that, people. Go in there and get a spicy chicken burrito, breakfast burrito with all of the vegetables and the cheeses and get on that large sweet tea. Do it like a Texan. Get in there. Get in there. That shit's Let's awesome. Let's see. Yeah. Egg prices soar 60% as avian flu slams Midwest. Avian flu. Aren't we supposed to be worried about that? I we talked about that like 10 years ago. We were all going to die from some avian flu from China. Uh, that was a diff- That's That was different. Okay. Has now killed or triggered triggered the 
euthanization of 47 million birds. I don't know what percentage of that uh, is. That's a big number. That's, let's see. I think it's over half. You want to take a guess? Can't be. I'm going to say over, under. I'll give you over, under on a third. I'll uh, take you're gonna third. you're gonna lose that. Oh, is it over half? Is Let's over see. Three? Poultry facts, as done by Purdue <laughs> University, uh, fifty billion number of eggs produced each year in the United States. Eight billion number of chickens consumed in the United States each year. <laughs> Eight billion birds are eaten by Americans every year. That's <laughs> that's twenty that birds a sense. year per person. How many? 10 to 20 per <laughs> person. That means I mean the two birds a month. Uh, That's half a bird a week? Roughly. <laughs> um, here's some genetic, you know, genetic modifications for you. Selective breeding. Average number of eggs produced by one hen in the 1960s, 160 eggs. Average number of eggs produced by one hen in 2009, 325. Get on it. Get me some eggs, man. We're hungry. So, yeah, it, I don't know how many egg-laying turkeys there are, but or egg-laying egg chicken <laughs> there are, but we eat 8 billion a year. <laughs> 8 billion just in the U.S. alone. So how can losing 47 million spike the prices? I think we're getting lied to here. I don't, but the thing is, I don't know how many of those are egg lay. Like, I don't know what. Most of them laid a fucking egg. Actually, no. Eight billion eggs. Uh, hmm. You either are a meat chicken or egg chicken. No. Oh. Yes. Have you bought, god damn it, have you bought a thing of chicken, like chicken breast from Walmart recently? I don't look at prices. No, no. Have you actually just bought the chicken? Like chicken breast. I'm real picky about the chicken. I no, I'm just gonna answer you, Fred. I don't eat buy the big giant chicken breast that you gotta work with. No. Okay, like we get the skinless, boneless chicken breast, right? Sure. They're so big, we split them and very rarely eat the whole thing. That's why I don't buy them. They're gross. They're so thick they're hard to cook like properly. They're hard to cook. That's not right. This isn't. I what the is this thing man i only buy those little bitty chicken breast strips that they sell yeah i I mean i'm gonna spend a little bit extra money and just get a great cut and cook them and pretend that whole frankenstein shit isn't happening over there on the other foot away in the aisle (laughs) what we do what we do is we um so we'll buy our chicken and our pork and we get all these marinades right we put them in the ziploc bags dump the marinade in them Mm -hmm. zip them up throw them in the freezer so freeze not, the marinade in. Free the, freeze the marinade in. Yeah. And then, so for like, especially the chicken, we just throw it in the crock pot. Sure. So just let it cook for four hours and it's pretty it's tender edible. at that point. Yeah. 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 You don't want to know a way that you can, um, this may be just a life pro tip that you may not have known, but if you have like a pretty good vacuum sealer, you can put the chicken and the stuff in the vacuum seal bag, put your marinade in the vacuum seal bag, put the vacuum seal bag in the, you know, the little machine. And hang it over the edge and push thing, and it'll vacuum seal with the marinade in. And the vacuum will cause all of the 
pores to open up or what not pores but the structure of the chicken will become more porous allowing the marinade to penetrate it quicklier quickly i almost had it perfect but i come out with quicklier so close so close <laughs> yeah more quickly and um so you just do it for like 15 minutes and then you release the vacuum and all of its stuff gets trapped in there because the vacuum releases so quickly huh. just a little pro tip maybe that's be the next thing we buy if you're gonna do it get one of those um get the thing that allows you to cook meat in a pot of water so you vacuum seal it with your marinade and then you put it in like a crock pot that keeps it at a very specific temperature like 130 degrees exactly it'll cook your steak to exactly to medium and then you can just leave it in there for like two or three hours until you're ready to actually take it out and throw it on the grill and just you know char the outside and you'll have a perfectly perfectly cooked steak i want it for the hamburgers i want to know what how badass of a hamburger i can make with one of those <laughs> but they're called like a vice soul cooker or a verse soul i don't know exactly how to say it but it's where all the news if you go to like a steakhouse in the last five years and you were just blown away by how they could have the whole steak be medium or the whole steak be rare and then the outside be you know kind of dark it's because they're using these special cookers now. All of the steakhouses use them. It looks like a Versa, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anyway, nice. get yeah. one of those. Okay, so I have this thing about wasabi peas. I love wasabi peas. What, is, what are you saying in the last part? Wasabi peas. Peas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're saying beets. I'm like, is this like a new nerdcore dude? What's up? (laughs) Wasabi beets? Okay, who is he? Maybe maybe that's what I'll be when I become a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Wasabi beets. Wasabi beets. But anyway, so Walmart has this, this, I think it's a store brand called Nature's Harvest, which they actually make some really good, like, healthy snacks. Yeah, if you want, like, um, trail mixes and shit. Trail mix or, like. Uh, shredded coconut which is really good and they had these great ones and i just really dug them and so but they went i guess they went out of stock and they were gone for like two months and so i was finally was like screw it i'm gonna get me some wasabi peas so i got up on amazon and i bought some wasabi peas i did not realize that these wasabi peas were in five pound increments <laughs> i know five pounds of wasabi peas in my kitchen you got plenty of peas. <laughs> you were like hooked up on the wasabi peas. And luckily huh? they're good. Because <laughs> like, yeah, right. like I've actually like in this whole process become a bit of a connoisseur on wasabi peas. <laughs> <laughs> like I can tell you heat. I can tell you sweetness. It, yeah, it was bad. But I got my wasabi peas. <laughs> so what are they like? Is it like a raisin pea covered in like wasabi? Or is it like a, a pea that you still got to cook? Like, no, it's just like a crunchy pea. pea. You just like can pop them, you suck on them, and you crunch them down. Kind of like a rice. Yeah, kind of. Like a fluffed up rice kind of thing, like a. Uh, no, it's an actual like. I don't know. It's just like a. Imagine like, like a, a milk gun. About yeah, they're about. I don't know. No, but like that consistency, that kind of that you know, kind of a. No, they're like they're very malt. they're very crunchy. You just crunch into them. Like a corn nut? I'm sorry to be corn, interrogating. Yeah, that's just probably a pretty good 
good idea of what like a wasabi corn nut. Yeah. Are they good for you? They're not bad for you. Like it's they're a pea, right? Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like they got a good heat to them, so you don't need a lot of them. You know? Oh no, man! I I can go ham with some wasabi, dude. That's the whole reason I eat sushi. <laughs> it's a vessel for wasabi vest uh, transportation. Did you know that's not real chip. wasabi? Yeah, it's horseradish and fucking food coloring, and it's awesome. Yes. Like, I wonder what like real wasabi tastes like. The real wasabi, you have to eat it within like two hours of it being made or it loses all of its flavor. Really? Yeah, and it's super expensive. I know it's super expensive. I was looking yeah. at it one day. I was just like, oh, that looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, buy wasabi online. Let's see how much this costs. It's shipped to you overnight. You gotta live in LA. Half pound for seventy bucks. Get you some. What's up, motherfuckers? It's like caviar. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 not fucking around. But oh yeah, and spoiler alert: if you haven't had it yet, caviar sucks. It's kind of salty and it's kind of got a weird texture. <laughs> but yeah, the wasabi peas are they're they're like a lot of wasabi, where most bites are fine, but every once in a while you get that one. And all of a sudden, you can feel all of your nasal cavities. You know, uh, like, like, oh yeah, there they are. <laughs> My wife, uh, every once in a while, she's like, you know, making this face, and she's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah." Can you breathe? No. <laughs> yeah, I've hit I've, I've taken hits of wasabi man where the um, where the whole room turns black. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna pass out or something like you're just completely transported to a different experience yeah <laughs> definitely i've done that on wasabi man i've gone ham on that shit i love wasabi though i do too i need to eat more, some more sushi i've only had like once or twice since i've moved i've actually upgraded to sushi uh-huh. like actual like sushi not just in a roll but like just bring me like some tuna on a fucking bed of rice and let me eat it like a man i'm oh, yeah. down dude it's good stuff it's good stuff it's okay it's okay. It's okay. I find that now that I'm older and more like refined in my sushi eating, I don't like them to be all American Tex-Mexed out, you know, where they've got all of this extra stuff on top and all of these sauces and all of this extra cream cheese. No. Give me some rice, some seaweed, some crab, and a cucumber and let me eat it. Like, a, you know, like a, just give me a freaking California roll. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're... Yeah, I always like to, because you have a certain rolls that I consider real sushi. You know, they're pretty much simple rice, fish, right. a spice, maybe a sauce, that's it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you have the other rolls that I consider fake sushi, which are like yeah. the cream cheese, the coconut shrimp tempura, the coconut yeah. drizzle with the mango. Green, yeah, like tasty a, as fuck, but yeah. <laughs> they're not real sushi. Like a shaggy dog or whatever it is. You know? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, just covered in like spicy mayonnaise and spicy mustard and some sweet and sour sweet sauce and yeah, and it's got four different meats and they're almost too big to eat at once. It's like I don't want to take bites of my sushi, man. It's like the whole thing's designed to be experienced as a bite. Like that's why they're made the way they are. Like you're supposed to eat them bite at a time. <laughs> yeah, and being from the south, one of the sushi places I used to go to would deep fry any roll for two dollars. Fuck 
<laughs> okay, so I'm sold on that. I'm in. <laughs> they were just battered up in tempura. Place? It was in Stillwater. They battered up in tempura, just deep fry for you. <laughs> Any roll you am, wanted. I am in. <laughs> that I'm was in. that was my favorite sushi place. It's like there was this there was this time where I was working really hard, like working eight AM to nine PM every day, right? For, oh, I remember this place. You've actually taken me there. For two or three months. And like they, they got to the point where they knew, know me, and I would just walk in, <laughs> fry, like, shot, like bloodshot eyes, could barely stand. I would go get like the very end of the sushi bar, and they wouldn't hear. Like I wouldn't even order anything. They just bring me a beer and bring me my rolls. I just sit there and like shake, just like you know, <laughs> trying to like. What were you doing that was so bad? Oh, I was doing hardcore programming, like 11, 12, 13 hours a day. And I was up against the deadline, and like I actually said, at one point I spent thirty six straight hours in the office. Wow! I didn't like no sleep, just just programming and working. And part of it was because my computer wasn't fast enough to handle what I was doing, and like I got really comfortable with the people at the Sonic that was down the road that was twenty four hours because I go there like three in the morning and get a you know. Sonic, supersonic cheeseburger and a coke oh yeah it was terrible damn you were like uh like what is that like the deadliest catch you weren't living off sleep you were living off calories oh yeah like the body will switch over and start working off your calories and you start have to eat you know six seven thousand calories a day and stuff trying to not die it was terrible it was it's it really was bad for you work. jacob I, hey I but I, you're so fucked up but i got the project done <laughs> and a new computer probably huh and a new computer out of it too it's actually yeah, the one you I'm, like, hey, on I'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this again like so, you're gonna get me something that can handle this hey, well and this is this is where i really learned the value of a high-end machine so this is a simulation model i was working on for this rail yard big huge hundreds of things moving and you know to debug it it was taking me about 45 minutes to do a debug run with my old computer I get my new computer. It does it in three. Wow, that would have saved you so much time. Oh, yeah. I would not have had to kill myself for months on it. It's ridiculous that you didn't upgrade before and then. I was trying. You didn't see it, it wasn't my fault. Like, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, the powers I'm that be. Right. Well, Ryan, do you have any recommends for us, sir? It really doesn't fit the flow and the narrative of the conversation that we've been having at all. <laughs> But it was going to be like kind of a basic quality of life. Don't have your significant other, as the internet would say, somebody you don't actually like as a person. Make yeah. sure they make you laugh. Make sure that you have at least three or four or five things in common. And they need to be kind of things that matter. Like you enjoy the same type of TV shows. Or you enjoy the same type of movies. Or you enjoy at least the same type of foods. Or video games, like whatever you're kind of into, make sure that you have somewhere else you can connect with your significant other. And out of all of those, I would think the most important is have somebody that you can laugh with. You need somebody that you can have inside jokes with for the rest of your life because those will make you like really connected when you can kind of laugh and get each other's sense of humor. Like It's important to be able to know what the other's thinking in a funny situation just by looking at their eyes and kind of things like that. So... Like I said, it didn't really fit the narrative of the conversation that we were having, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Just make sure that you actually are friends with your significant other. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna add a little to that. Your relationship does not change really when you get married. If you kind of oh, no. yeah, if you yeah. kind of didn't like have the a baby per- and make everything better, that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't happen. And if you kind of no. didn't like the person before, you're still gonna kind of not like the person. Like <laughs> so many people think, change. so many people think there's this magical yeah. thing about getting married, and there just isn't. It's if you're if you like the person, you're gonna like the person. And the, you're going to have the same problem. Some people think that moving in together is going to have, uh, you know, going to change it things. It is a good trial run. It isn't a bad idea to live with your significant other for at least a month to see whether you can handle it. Because well, you might yeah. really like that person until you see that they, you know, do certain things that you're like, I can't. Do you sw- every time you swallow, you make that noise? Every time? <laughs> like you, I'm, For the rest of my life, I got I to gotta hear that noise. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, but I didn't know that before we got married. The way they drive isn't going to change. <laughs> no. If they're late, they'll always, always be, late. be late. Yes. If they sleep in, they're going to always sleep in. These are things that are that just know this. Know this. Indeed. And know it well when it doesn't you don't heed our fucking warnings and we told you so. <laughs> it is just one of those things like Marriage doesn't change the relationship. It really doesn't. If it's a, if it's bad before, it's going to be bad during. If it's good before, it'll, be it'll really probably be good be, during. It'll peter out. It's probably okay. <laughs> it's rare that things ever end up fucking awesome, man, on the other well, end. I didn't say awesome. I just said good. good. And I think... Yeah. Uh, if you start with awesome, you might end it good. If you start with this, bad, though, you're guaranteed to end with shitty. Oh, definitely. Guaranteed. It's not going to get better. What were you going to say? And something that my older brother, some advice that he gave to me and my wife before we got married, which I think is the most true and profound thing about marriage that I'm so glad someone told me was, it's like, Jacob, there's not a lot that is great about being married. There's just a whole lot that's pretty good. If you go into, when you go into that idea where it's not all, you know, bells and whistles and everything but day in day out you're pretty happy and that 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 more than anything i've ever been told in my entire life changed how i looked at my marriage my future marriage and how i still look at it today is that little two sentences is the most profound thing i've ever heard i'm so glad he told me that yeah that's pretty profound i think we should end it on that all right, sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back. I'm sorry it kind of got weird at the end, but hey, it works. Hey, it works. And oh, it's and one we're re- day late? That's my fault. Yeah. No, it's not really your fault. It's lots of people's faults. Kind of my fault. I should have kicked the window in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for spending 20 episodes with us, and hopefully you'll be here for 20 more. Have a good night. Yeah, here's looking forward to 42. 42? Ooh, going to be a big one. I have to do a super special episode for that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.